Welcome to the NFL Two Minute Drill podcast. This is the first episode of its kind, and I'll be previewing all of Sunday's games, giving you about two minutes preview on each game. The first game we preview this week is the 1 8 Jags as they visit the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers 9 0 this season. Uh, many people asking if they're the real deal. Uh, 9-0 obviously not lost all season but the teams that played outside the division are the Cowboys, the Titans, the Eagles, the Texans and the Broncos and the Giants. All of those teams bar the Titans uh, have losing records. So how good really are the Steelers? The defence looks really good but against that sort of opposition I don't know. Last week, Big Ben played lights out, uh, 333 yards passing, four touchdowns. Deontay Johnson went for 116 yards, um, along with Juju Smith-Schuster and Claypool. They look like a really, really solid set of wide receivers. Um, the Jags on ground in Green Bay last week, going down 24-20 eventually. Um, Luton at quarterback didn't play terribly, but I just see them as really an uninspiring team. At this point in time, no real firepower. And I think you'd be absolutely crazy, really, to pick against uh, the Steelers. Um, I've got the Steelers by 14 in this one, going to 10-0. and Okay, the next matchup is the Carolina Panthers, currently at 3-7. and seven. They travel to the Detroit Lions, 4-5. Uh, and five. This is an interesting matchup. I think these teams... Whichever team loses is pretty much looking at the end of their season. Uh, the Panthers have been inconsistent, really. Their team's probably a little bit better than their record, but um, they're going to be without Christian McCaffrey probably on Sunday. They've been without him for a long time now. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, the quarterback, he probably isn't playing either on Sunday. So without the starting quarterback, the starting running back, and the defence allowing 35 points a game... It's just looking a little bit ominous for the Panthers. Um, the Lions, 4-5, and five, they're quite an interesting team at this point in time. The wide receiver core producing really well. Uh, DeAndre Swift at running back looks like a really, really good talent. Matthew Stafford as well at quarterback is playing good enough. Uh, he was spreading the ball around really well last week. He had six receivers with two or more receptions. Uh, so I think in this game, without Bridgewater and McCaffrey, I think the Panthers are going to find it really difficult. Um, I think Detroit are going to have enough for this one. Um, Detroit, maybe this season just seemed like that classic 8-8 eight and eight team. I think they'll get back to 5-5 five and five this weekend. I think it'll be a, a close close affair. Maybe both teams scoring in the, in the, in the low 30s. I'm going to say Lions by 3. Next up is the Texans versus the Pats. Houston Texans 2-7 and seven going into this one. Uh, the Pats 4-5. and five. I think this is a really, really bad matchup for the Houston Texans. Last week, the Texans uh, let in 231 yards on the ground. Basically just got ran all over. Uh, compare that to the Pats. Their running back, Damian Harris, absolutely went off last week. They were running all over the Baltimore Ravens, so... I just think when you look at that as a matchup, uh, it's not going to end well for the Texans. The Texans relying on Deshaun Watson too much, and he can't do it all. 
obviously they got rid of um, Hopkins before the season started in a in a crazy trade that is now looking even crazier how he flourishes at the Cardinals. So um, I just don't think that the Texans will be able to stop the Pats on the ground. Um, obviously you've got Cam Newton at quarterback who's going to be that dual threat quarterback. Um, I just can see him running option plays with Damien Harris all day long and just completely running over the Texans and out coaching them in every in every single um factor of the game really. So and and the Pats the Pats are interesting really because at four and five, uh, beating the Ravens last week, they win this one on Sunday, they get back to five and five. They're gonna be making that push for the playoffs again and I don't know, even though they're not the Patriots of old, I just don't want to be facing the Patriots in the playoffs with Bill Belichick at the helm. Um, don't know about anyone else, but I think that's that's one just to keep keep your eye on. Um, Score-wise, I think Pats by 13 in this one, at least. Okay, the next matchup is really intriguing to me. Um, it's the Browns who are at six and three against the Eagles who are three five and one, and you look at it on the face of things and you think Browns they're having a decent season. Um, the Eagles have been an absolute car crash. Uh, Wentz is not playing well at all. Um, no touchdowns thrown last week. Uh, the Eagles not playing well as a team. They had eleven penalties last week against the Giants and they were zero for nine on third down. Um, somehow they still lead the division which is absolutely insane. Probably one of the worst divisions in football with the Cowboys, uh, Washington and New York Giants. Um, but they're hanging around there. The Browns, um, I find them untrustworthy, but they've got a really good sh- uh, schedule. Nick Chubb was back last week and he was just an absolute beast. I think the running game is just second to none with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and that offensive line. I think that that is going to be their, their strong point. Um, the defence only letting seven points against Houston last week. I know that the conditions were bad. But um, I just think if the Browns can lean on their running game, um, they'll do well. But all that aside, I, I really don't trust them. And I really do think this could be a banana skin game for the Browns. They just have to be careful. Um, all that said, looking on it, looking at the stats, I'm going to go Browns by seven in this one, uh, taking them to seven and three. On Sunday, the Saints travel to the Falcons. Um, the Saints seven and two on the year. The Falcons three and six. Um, looking at the Saints, they've not lost since week three. I think they're a really, really well-rounded team. Um, Alvin Kamara is for me in the top five in the MVP race. Um, however, Drew Brees is a doubt this weekend and. That worries me because I think who's playing quarterback? Is it Taysom Hill? Is it Jameis Winston? Whoever it is, they're not quite going to be the same. I know Drew Brees has took a lot of criticism this year, but I think um, as as sort of experience goes and game managing goes, he's he's the guy that the Saints need at quarterback. Um, the Falcons, I think their team is better than the record, and it's been like that for a couple of years now. Um, they've won the last two games. Um, the offense is over 400 yards the past two weeks. And um, I think this could be a really interesting game. If Jameis Winston starts for the Saints and they don't get off to a good start and the Falcons start putting up points, I think this could develop into um, a shootout, to be honest. And this might shock a lot of people, but I'm going with the Falcons this week. I think that 
the Saints are due a loss and this is the week it's going to be. I'm going to go Falcons by five in this one. Um, this is a bit of a dead game. Washington versus the Bengals. Washington at two and seven. The Bengals two, six and one. Um, so these are two teams, obviously. Um, well, I say they're not going to be looking forward to the playoffs, but um, the Eagles lead Washington's division with just one more win than them. So you never know. Um, so on the face of it, two depressing teams this year. However, I think they've got bright futures. Um Terry McLaurin, wide receiver for Washington, he is just an absolute stud. Absolute stud. Um, Chase Young, he's gone for the boil a bit in defence, but um, beginning of the year he was looking as defensive rookie dead on, but um, I'm not sure about this game. Uh, the Bengals, obviously, they've got a bright future with Joe Burrow. I think, again, he's an absolute stud. He's coming to the league and he's thrown 12 touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, the past four games, he's had 200 yards passing. Um, I just think he, he's going to develop into being a really, really good quarterback for the Bengals. Um, T. Higgins, as well, wide receiver, went off for 115 yards last week. Um, so it might be a fun game. Um I'm going to say Bengals by three. I think it's a bit of a toss-up. I think Alex Smith for the Washington Redskins provides them with a solid foundation. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a coin flip game, this, but I'm going to go Bengals by three. That melancholy music can only mean one thing. It's our depressing game of the week. Um, Chargers two and seven. They're going to the Jets, who are zero and nine. And uh, I, I just can't think of two more depressing franchises. Um, the Chargers two and seven. They've had some really, really tough losses this year. Obviously, they've got Justin Herbert at quarterback. He's come into the league this year. He's passed for nineteen touchdowns, six interceptions. He's a really, really hot prospect. So maybe they're not quite as depressing as the Jets. The Jets just. They can't get a win. They can't get a win at all. They even nearly beat the Patriots last time out. Um, they had Joe Flacco at quarterback, and he seemed really solid. Um, when I'm looking at all the stats here, I'm just thinking that the Jets are going to suffer another loss here. Justin Herbert, I think he's going to throw for a few touchdowns. Um, I'm going to say the Chargers by 14 in this one. Um, one to keep your eye on is Sam, Sam Darnold. Like, what's happening with him? Like Flacco has come into the lineup, played really well, nearly got the Jets' first win over the Patriots. If the Jets do go, say, what, 1 and 15, maybe even 0 and 16, they get that number one pick. Are they going to start um, thinking of a different quarterback? Obviously, they thought Sam Darnold was going to be the savior, um, but that's not happened. So I'm not sure. Just keep your eye on this one, but I'm going to go Chargers by 14. Uh, on Sunday, the three and six Broncos travel to the Miami Dolphins, who are six and three. Um, this is a really interesting game for me. I think that the Dolphins with Tua at uh, uh, quarterback, I think he's very exciting. Um, when I see him passing on the run with with that accuracy, I just think, wow, the Dolphins have really got something in Tua there. Um, the defense is also performing well. It's weird with the Dolphins because I look at the roster and I just see a massive lack of star power, but somehow. They keep managing to win week on week. The Broncos, however, 
oh, I don't know what's gone wrong here. Well, I do know what's gone wrong. I think it's Drew Locke. I think Drew Locke isn't the quarterback that maybe Denver wanted him to be. Um, he was just a bit of a disaster last week. He threw four interceptions against the Raiders, and I just don't think he's the guy. Uh, if you take Drew Locke out of this game, take two out of this game, I don't think the teams are too different, really. I don't think there's a, there's a massive gulf in talent either way. But I just think that this weekend, um, and with the momentum that the Dolphins have got, I think the Dolphins are going to take care of business against uh, Drew Locke and the Broncos. Um, they're just the more all-around complete team. Um, it's going to be close, though. Close one. I'm going to go Dolphins by seven. Okay, the next matchup is the Minnesota Vikings, 4-5, uh, against the Dallas Cowboys, 2-7. Um, the Vikings obviously had a terrible start to this season, but um, they've really been gaining some momentum over the past few weeks. Dalvin Cook at running back, what an absolute beast. Just an absolute beast. He makes so many yards after contact, and he's just... Um, I, I can't really think of somebody who's more important to a team than Dalvin Cook is to the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I think Justin Jefferson at wide receiver, he is really, really uh, staking his claim as a number one receiver um, aside um, next to Adam Thielen. I think they're just a really, really good wide receiving call. They're not missing Stefan Diggs at all. I think if Kirk Cousins doesn't kill him on offense, if he just plays well enough, I think that they've got a real good shout to make the playoffs and maybe even do something in the playoffs. The Cowboys, however... They've just been unlucky. I think that if Dak Prescott would have never broken his leg, I think that they'd be clear, clear winners in their division by now. Um, I just think that they're just a bit dead on offense and then obviously losing back up Andy Dalton. I know he, he didn't inspire much, but losing him, they're just dead on offense. The defense is just not what it was supposed to be. And in this one, I just can't see the Cowboys getting a win. I think the Vikings are going to run all over them all day. Um, and I think that's going to lead to a really good play-action game. I think that they're just going to... It might get a bit ugly, this. I think they might torch the Cowboys. I'm going to go Vikings by 17 in this one. Okay, last two games now. I think that these are between four really good teams. Um... This one, the Colts, 6-3 and three against the Packers, 7-2. and two. Uh, Some people have been calling this the overrated bowl, suggesting that the uh, teams are better than their records. I'm not so sure. I think the Packers probably deserving a 17-2. and two. The Colts, yeah, maybe they're a bit overrated. Um, the Colts' defense is very good. I think Darius Leonard really leading the, leading the charge for the Colts. Um, but 6-3, and three, when you think about it, Rivers has only thrown 11 touchdowns this season to 7 interceptions. And T.Y. Hilton, who's usually such a massive producer, he's not even uh, received for 300 yards this year. So maybe there is something wrong with the Colts' offense. And um, is it going to be able to keep up with these Packers? Aaron Rodgers playing at an absolute MVP level. Um, I can't remember the last time I saw anybody have such a good quarterback wide receiver the link than he has with Devontae Adams at the minute. Devontae Adams just seems to be getting over 100 yards and two touchdowns every single every single week. Um, I think if this Packers defense holds out and just plays okay, that they're going to win their division. They're, they're going to go far in the playoffs. Um, I think 
was thinking about this game, Colts Packers this weekend. I think the Packers firepower is just going to be too much. I don't think Rivers is playing well enough, to be honest. I don't think the Colts offense is playing enough to keep up with these Packers. Packers, some people are doubting them because last week they only beat uh, Jacksonville by four points, but I think everybody sort of deserves that off game where you play a not very good team and don't really turn up. I think the Packers are going to turn up this week. I've got Packers by 10. Um, Packers by 10 at least, yeah. Okay, now I think we've saved the best to last. This is the game of the week. This is the Las Vegas Raiders at 6-3. They're playing the Kansas City Chiefs, 8-1. I just think it's this is a great game. Obviously, that one loss that the Chiefs uh, suffered this year was to the Raiders. Really well-coached game by John Gruden. Uh, that one went was 40-38, so an absolute shootout. Um, the Raiders absolutely killed Denver last week. Um, I think Josh Jacobs is one of the best running backs in the game. Last week he rushed for 112 yards and two touchdowns. The defence really turned up last week. I know they were only playing Drew Locke, but they intercepted him four times. Um, The Chiefs, on the other hand, I think Mahomes is just at that MVP level again. The the offensive numbers are insane. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Nicole Hardman, uh, Sammy Watkins, the... The weapons that they've got is just immense, and I think it's one of them seasons where I, I, I think they're better than the Packers, but I think it's similar in a way that the offense is so good that if the defense just holds strong and gets the, those few stops, that's going to be enough to win most of these games. Um, if the Raiders win this one, they sweep the Chiefs, um, which puts them as a real contender in the AFC. Um, looking at this game... I don't think the Raiders are going to have enough this time. I think that that game where they beat the Chiefs, I'm not saying it was a fluke, but it was a shootout. Really well coached, but it was a shootout. And I just think that overall, the Chiefs are the better team in this one. Um, I've got Chiefs by seven. Thanks for listening to this first episode of the NFL Two Minute Drill podcast. Uh, Check back in next week for a new episode. Thank you and goodbye.